Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Tuesday, the 16th of June. It's your best way to start the day, update the important sports news here on New Zealand Sports Radio. And how headlines today, Phoenix failing to get over the line, black cap packs bag, um, all black re-signs, uh, roosters thrash bulldogs and controversy brewing in golf. Yes, more and more sports is kicking off. But unfortunately, the Wellington fit is not, not happening for the A-League at the moment. The uh, Whilst the A-League has got a date, the Wellington Phoenix uh, are, not getting, are not being granted uh, their visas to get into Australia, or at least exemptions to get through the border controls. Currently, the team is split between Wellington, Australia, uh, Mexico, and the United Kingdom. So, um, players all over the place, uh, which means that the squad hasn't been able to train together. Uh, other A-League teams have started their training, uh, and it's looking like the Phoenix will only only likely get their first training session together in Australia on Monday of next week, which means they're going to be a week behind all of the other teams. And they're still wait, hoping, to, hoping to get a decision um, by the end of today uh, around their travel. And they do understand that the players that they have in Mexico and the UK will have to go through self-isolation and quarantine away from the rest of the players. Uh, but um, at least they'll be able to be in the same country uh, at, um, by then. I'm now going to hand you over to Arshwin, who's going to tell us about that black cap that's packing his bags. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all the listeners and viewers out there. Yes, black cap's packing his bag. Jeep Reval has packed his bags and on the move, half an hour, hour and a half down the uh, motorway to Hamilton, and he'll be playing all of his cricket uh, for Northern Districts going forward. He's played for Auckland since he started from his junior levels, um, coming out of the suburbs club, actually, not too far away from me. And um, But he wants to get into more white ball cricket and thinks that his best chances there are with ND or Northern Districts. Also on the move from Auckland is hot prospect Finn Allen. He is signed with Wellington for the upcoming season and will be joining his fellow under-19s teammates uh, down there in Wellington. 
it's not all bad news for Auckland though, as they have confirmed that Colin Munro will will be signing with on an Auckland contract after missing out on a centrally based contract with NZC, and has and as has been reported previously, Daryl Mitchell will be moving from Northern Districts to join Canterbury. And other moves, there's the Otago have signed up brother of Glenn Phillips, Dale Phillips. And Mark Craig has decided to take a break from the game, but I'm sure he'll pop up in a club game somewhere. So that's sort of your big sort of moves and shakes around the contracts and central contracts for New Zealand cricket for the forthcoming season. Also coming out of retirement is Wahab Wahab Riaz. He has made himself available for Pakistan. After he surprisingly made an announcement on retirement, he has answered a call from PCB to make himself available for the tour of England. Riaz has only played 27 tests uh, for Pakistan, the last of which was in Australia in October 2018. He has been called in for cover for Pakistan, but I'm sure he will actually get be pushing for a starting spot once that tour takes off. Out of Australia, CA are on the edge of removing Kevin Roberts as the chief executive. Roberts hasn't been giving his marching orders just yet, but it's believed it's a matter of when, not if. The decision seems to be mainly around the financial management of Cricket Australia and the staff cuts that have been signalled by Roberts. Roberts came into the role in October 2018. That seems to be a common date in our news today. After a 17-year tenure by James Sutherland, so there's some big boots that were there to fill. And unfortunately, he doesn't seem to have filled them too well. And hence the uh, looking at getting him removed. Now, look, make sure you join us with Swinging from the Hip for Thursday at 8 p.m. We're still formulating our show for this week as we're trying to lock down a few guests uh, to come in and talk on some topics. But we'll be there with Taryn and Rohit, and we'll see you there as well. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, um, Ashwin, for that update. I've realised that we missed out on the Belarusian League, our favourite football league in the world. So let's uh, just catch up on that before we move on to birthdays. And uh, we had one game overnight, and it was a big one. It was first versus second in the table, and they fought out a two-all draw. That's correct. Correct. Bate and uh, Shaka Hotori could not be separated over the 90 minutes. Um, and so they still remain first and second in the table. Ashwin's Dynamo Brest have climbed up to third and into the European places. So he is obviously uh, bouncing off the walls about that, having just um, pushed Torpedo, Steve from the Deep South team, out of those top positions. Looking further down the table, um, and obviously it was a big weekend for Belashina as they got their first win of the season. Um, against Energex, who had been uh, at the top of the table. Um, and uh, you've got to also uh, say that Minsk um, still, uh, it was good to see them back in action after missing two rounds due to coronavirus in the squad. But they have got some ground to make up, sitting in 14th in the table. I'm going to now hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through our birthdays today. Yeah, thank you for that, Portland. Good morning, uh, everybody tuning into NZ Sport Radio. In a birthdays today, a former Women's Rugby League international and Farah Palmer Cup winner, a loose forward. When he's on, he's as good as any around. 
And finally, a former New Zealand Kiwi who transferred into uh, blowing the whistle. And that's where we start. Our birthdays uh, this morning. Henry Perinara, born this day, the 16th of June 1980, is a New Zealand rugby league referee and former professional footballer who represented New Zealand. He played as a lock, though he could also play in the second row. Perinara was born in Auckland, celebrates his 40th birthday today. He is the brother of Marcus Perinara, the cousin of Sonny Bill Williams, and of current Hurricanes All Black TJ Perinara as well. Moving on to another very tidy rugby football player. Uh, Akira Ioani, born this day, the 16th of June 1995, is a New Zealand rugby union player this time. Ioani plays blindside flanker and number eight for the Auckland Rugby Union team in the Mighty Ten Cup and for the Blues in Super Rugby competition. He was selected for the All Blacks in 2017, having previously represented New Zealand internationally in sevens and the New Zealand Māori All Blacks. Ioane, who turns 25 today, was born in Japan and is the older brother of current All Black squad member Rika Ioane. His father, Eddie Ioane, played for Samoa at the 1991 Rugby World Cup and his mother, Sandra Wihongi, is a former Black Fern of Māori and Samoan descent. Ioani affiliates to Te Apanui and Ngāpui Iwi. Finally, Crystal Murray, born this day, the 16th of June 1993, is a former New Zealand Rugby League international player. She represented the, the New Zealand woman at the 2017 Rugby League World Cup. Murray, who celebrates her 27th birthday today, was a dominating force for Counties Monaco in the 2016 Farrow Palmer Cup when she lined up in the number eight jersey, beating Auckland 41-22 in what was a very dominant display. Murray has since moved back to her home, Northland, where she's been representing the Northland women's team with distinction. And i got to say, Paul, she is a very, very skillful football footballer with a ball in hand and also very, very tidy goal kicker and a nice person all around, if you can recall us interviewing her last year. Yeah, absolutely. It's great for her to give us some time after the game and to have a chat about the setup there. Up in Northland for the um, for the Farrah Palmer Cup, absolutely. Um, talking of rugby news, then, um, and the Hurricanes are looking forward to having a sellout. Um, the uh, Hurricanes boss is hoping uh, to get over thirty thousand people into the cake tin, um, which will be the first time that they've done that for a regular season game since two thousand and eight. Uh, and uh, funnily enough. That was also against the Crusaders. Obviously, the two finals that they hosted in 2015 and 2016 also were sellouts as well. But this will be the first time uh, yeah, since 2008, as I say, uh, in the regular season. So if you're in Wellington um, and want to see the game, please get your tickets early. Um, also, uh, Blue Star Patrick Turpolotu has re-signed, not resigned, as some people typed, but has re-signed for the... Um, uh, for the All Blacks and also for the Blues through to the next Rugby World Cup. Um, Patrick, who is, and unfortunately my uh, screens haven't refreshed, um, but I can't remember if he was 27 or 28. Um, so still got the prime years ahead of him uh, and uh, fighting out with um, Sam Whitelock, Brady Retallick and uh, um, oh Scott Barrett for those. Uh, locking positions in the All Blacks uh, had a fantastic game at the weekend, even if he does have some um, strange hair um, at the moment. 
In other signing news, the Highlanders have signed um, Rebels prop Jermaine Jermaine Ainsley um, for 2021. Um, he has been in Australia for the past five years, but um, is originally uh, a Kiwi, uh, born in Clyde, Central Otago, uh, and attended Otago Boys High School. Um, where, but he's been over in Australia, where he's played for the Western Force and the Rebels. Uh, he was having a good season this season before the lockdown, uh, and so it's going to be interesting. Good to see him come back to um, the Highlanders. He has been capped by the Wallabies, so would not be eligible for the All Blacks, though. And that brings you up to speed with all of the with all of the um, rugby important rugby news now here on New Zealand Sports Radio. I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen, who's going to take us through uh, the NRL update. Well, thank you, Paul. And uh, once again, our final game was uh, played last night and James Tedesco had a night to uh, remember for the Roosters as his team put away a woeful Bulldogs outfit, 42-6. In the final game of round five played at Bankley Stadium, the Roosters fullback 100, had 120 run metres, four tackle busts, three line breaks assist, two try assists and a try in a near perfect first half that had the Bulldogs reeling at 24-0 down. Tedesco managed to complete the route by scoring his hat-trick in the 71st minute to finish with stats of 194 run metres, 12 tackle busts, two line breaks, five line break assists, two tries, three tries, and a superb night at the office. What a game. Tedesco set up Angus Crichton's second try with an assist that had many pundits searching for superlatives. Tedesco scored three tries, set up two others in a performance which stamped the reigning Daily M medalist as a class above the superstars chasing him for that title of game's number one player. The Kangaroos and New South Wales origin fullback finished with three tries, two assists, 227 run metres. I reckon I've just doubled up on that story there. Angus Crichton was solid without the world on fire in his first year at Bondi. This season, he looks far more like the player that the Roosters had played big bucks for. He regularly crunches them, crunches anyone who dare runs near him and is running some superb lines outside Kyle Flanagan on the Roosters' right edge. Together, Tedesco, Crichton were the Roosters' chief destroyers. On a night, the Bulldogs found the Roosters, Roosters too hot to handle. The only points for the Bulldogs came from a converted try in the 66th minute. That final score again, Roosters 42 Bulldogs six, and I've got to say the Roosters maybe, let's call it now, are looking maybe good for three in a row. Looking the ticket and a lot of strength across across the board. But as we look at the table, it's actually the Eels who are the uh, team that is uh, holding the flag up at the minute, leading it with 10 points. We've got the Raiders sitting in second points, second place on, beg your pardon, on eight points. With the uh, Storm, fourth placing is the Knights and the Panthers together and uh, back uh, to the Roosters. But just remembering the Roosters have won three games in a row, so they are just starting to roll now. The Eagles down there in seventh place. Back to the Cowboys, and if we look down to the team that we're most interested in is the Warriors, and they're sitting 11th on the table at this stage. So that's how they stack up after round five in the NRL. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll have a quick look at uh, Super League in the UK and just see what's happening at this point in time. Thank you, Paul. Back to uh, you, everybody. Have a great day. Uh, thank you, Stephen. And don't forget to join us um, on Wednesday evening for um, the, the standoff show with uh, um, 
uh, Sanjay, uh, and um, uh, who will be taking you through all of the NRL um, action. As Hugh says, the Roosters versus the Parramatta Eels is going to be a very big one um, this weekend. Uh, definitely a big game there between um, first and sixth in the table. But as Stephen was saying there, um, that uh, the Roosters are on a three-game winning streak. Um, the uh, Moving on now to the netball. And the netball kicks off this weekend. It will be the first women's competition with fans um, to go live in the world. Um, the Frauen Bundesliga, which is German, Germany's uh, women's football league, has kicked off already, but that is without um, fans. Um, the first two games will be this weekend, will be this, this, this weekend on Friday uh, and Saturday, uh, and we'll have the the the, um, uh, the crowd. Oh, only 500 people at the Auckland Netball Centre um, will be for friends and far now only who have supported the players through this time and before um, paying uh, fans will be allowed to come in. We kick off with the Mystics versus the Magic um, in that one, um, which. Uh, which sees second versus third in the table after one round of games. Both of them won their opening game, opening games, um, and sit behind the central pulse, who are top of the table at the moment. Uh, the Northern Stars, uh, Southern Steel, and Mainland Tracks are uh, sorry, Tactics um, are all waiting for their first win. Moving on, uh, um, also uh, the, all the games for at least the first four rounds will be based in Auckland. Um, after that, they're looking at uh, seeing if they can get um, home games as well. So looking forward to the netball that kicks off this weekend. Over in the tennis, and um, Feliciano Lopez says that players must expect a significant cut in prize money. Um, this is going to be obviously a big issue for players, as this is their main source of, or main source of income for a lot of players, especially for the down uh, the rankings. Um, but he says, look, uh, the, the tournaments to survive over the next year or two, or maybe even three, um, they're going to have to cut these as sponsorship gets cut for um, these events. Lopez uh, is confident that the Madrid Open will be able to go ahead in mid, mid-September um, with, with a crowd capacity between 30 uh, and 40%. Um, percent. He is the tournament director of that uh, competition. He says the US Open will still go ahead uh, and shouldn't be too diminished um, by players who might not um, turn up. Um, moving on to the golf uh, and over here in New Zealand and um, Ryan Fox, uh, who would normally play on the European Tour, um, uh, took part in uh, uh, the uh, event here in New Zealand uh, and the World 131 um, won the Waikari uh, uh, Invitational by a massive margin of 13 shots um, on um, Saturday. Um, Gareth Paddington um, was uh, at 11 under, Michael Henry at 10 under, and Daniel Hiller at 9 under. But um, yes, uh, Ryan there at uh, 24 under over the three rounds. Um, so congratulations to him. Over in the USA in the PGA, uh, has uh, has, um, come, has has been completed their first um, their first tournament and Daniel Berger hold held on um, to win um, that tournament 
so congratulations to him um and uh, that's uh, you've got to say that now, now um does add some issues because with that win he has climbed a massive number of places um from 107th to 31st in the world standings um, and with only the us tour actually happening at the moment the european tour and the, and the asia tour uh, not happening currently it does mean that so there's other players who aren't part of the usa tour can't fight for ranking points and so um you got to say that uh, uh, and one of the players who was at that tournament actually um tweeted out saying that that was not going to be it's not fair that the ranking points should count so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that controversy builds over the um next month or so um because yeah that's clearly uh, an, an issue there um you are now so the day the best way up to up to speed with all the important sports news here on in new zealand sports radio do join us at 7 a.m every single morning for the morning sports briefing as hayden says in the live chat um that it's been fantastic that we've seen the super rugby return and with such large crowds at the weekend and that it is important that this new model of cheaper um, admission does uh, is is continued that is something um, that we will be looking at uh, on the driving wall show next monday at 8 p.m so do join us for that and don't forget tomorrow evening wednesday at 8 p.m we'll be having the standoff show for your nrl fix um, as well 